The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today's reading is from Marcus Aurelius' book 4, paragraph 18. How great a rest from labor he gains who does not look to what his neighbor says or does or thinks, but only to what he himself is doing, in order that exactly this may be just and pure, or in accord with a good man's conduct. Do not look around at the depraved morals of others, but run straight along the line without deviating from it. So we've seen this theme before, the idea of not focusing on uh, on on other people uh, and instead focusing, not focusing on what they're doing or what their views of you are, but instead just focusing on uh, your own conduct. Um, I think the first time this showed up in the meditations was in 2.8, where he says, men are not easily seen as to be brought into evil case by failure to consider what passes in another's soul, but they, but they who do not read or write the motions of their own soul are bound to be in evil case. Uh, meaning that uh, that stop paying attention to what other people, uh, what what's going on in other people's souls, and worry about what's going on in your own soul. So I was thinking about it this morning. I was thinking, what is the qual, what what is the the corresponding quality or mita trait in uh, in Judaism? What do we call this? So my, according to my understanding, and maybe this is part of a larger sheer, uh, but according to my understanding, this is really what we mean by tsnius. Now tsnius is often translated as modesty. Um, the, the Puzzuk that, uh, that this, you know, is most, uh, prominent in this uh, as a, as, as something that's a primary value is in Micha 6, 8, which says, So tell man what is, uh, what is good and what Hashem seeks from you. Uh, only to the doing of justice, the loving of kindness and walking, with sneus with your God. Okay. So again, people translate this as modestly or humbly. Um, and I, I think like there's a, um, whenever we talk about sneus, I think that, uh, a, a person goes in one of two directions. Either they think it's about like bodily modesty, modesty as like a, uh, you know, a value having to do with Kedusha with, with the way that we relate to the sexual, or they go and just make it into a, uh, a synonym for humility, you know, for, for anava, for, for being humble. So I, I think it's, both the concepts are related, but but it's a slightly nuanced definition. And I, and the time I got this definition or the, um, I, I first started to realize this definition from, uh, from the Sefer Mivhar HaPaninim, which is a collection of, uh, essentially Mishle of, of proverbs, um, that were, I think it was compiled in the, uh, in the period, early Rishonic period. Um, and so in the Shar HaTzniyus, in the gate of, uh, of Tzniyus in, in that book, uh, there is a, there are a series of definitions of sneos and I and to my mind these three that I'm about to read uh, pair together. So it says uh, they asked the wise man what is sneos. He replied she is bayish adam meatmo that a person experiences shame from himself. Second question uh, is they asked the wise man what is sneos and he said chachma wisdom. And the third is they they asked the wise man what is sneos and he says. Um, that you do not do in secret what you are ashamed of in public. So the question is like, what is the unity in this definition here of having shame from yourself, wisdom, and then not doing in secret what you would be ashamed to do in public? So I think the answer is very, very, you know, along the lines of what Marcus Aurelius is saying is snooze means that you are, are not defining yourself or not defining what is good and bad based on others, 
but based on your own understanding of what the truth is, you know, based on your own conduct. It's a focus on on objective good and not allowing that to be swayed by public opinion, either their opinion of you or your opinion of them. Um, I'm reminded actually of um, something I came across in the Rama and Hilkoschuva over Shabbos um, in Hilkoschuva 4.4. This is in the chapter about things that prevent tshuva and sins that are hard to do tshuva from. So he says that there are five things which the doer is unlikely to do tshuva from since they are light matters in the eyes of the majority of people, meaning people regard them as, as like insignificant. Consequently, the sinner will imagine that this is not a sin. And then he lists them, he lists all five, but number four is one who is miskabed b'kalon havero, one who takes pride in the disgrace of his fellow. Uh, Ramam says, he says in his heart that this is not a sin since his fellow isn't present and didn't suffer shame and he didn't shame him directly, but only compared his good actions and wisdom to the actions and wisdom of his friend so that from that general comparison to him, he would appear esteemed and his friend degraded. So in other words, it's operating in that, that relative value system where you feel good about your own actions and wisdom because when you compare yourself to your friend, then your friend turns out degraded in your own mind and you are, you come out on top, you know? So this is really the opposite of, of Tznius and real Tznius is like, like the prophet, you know, like Micha said, walking, walking with Tznius with your God, meaning that the only thing you really care about is what God thinks, not what, not what people think of you and not what you think of other people. Uh, and you remove yourself from that relative value system. Um, I'll, I guess I'll end off with a, a favorite quotation of mine from my favorite, one of my favorite composers, Charles Ives, uh, which I've quoted uh, many times in the past. He says, a man's life should be a stately march to a sweet but unheard music. And when to his fellows it shall seem irregular and inharmonious, he will only be stepping to a livelier measure or his nicer ear hurry him into a thousand symphonies and concordant variations. There will be no halt ever, but at most a marching on his post. On such a pause is as, as is richer than any sound. But when the melody runs into such depth and wildness as to be no longer heard, but implicitly consented to with the whole life and being. So that following, uh, you know, I guess the, the English idiom is uh, marching to the beat of his own drum. But uh, but in our case, the music or the beat of the own drum is really set by uh, by God. And hatsnei lechas imelokecha, walking with uh, modestly with sneos with your God, means that that His is the only will that you uh, and the only opinion that you care about, not what your fellow man thinks of you, and not what what you think of your fellow man. Okay, so that is it for today's episode. If you've gained from what you've learned here today and would like to support my production of even more Torah content, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi The link is in the description. Thank you to my listeners for listening, and thank you to my patrons for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone. And even though I am always thankful to Hashem, today is a special uh, anniversary. It's my gear anniversary. Uh, it has now been 20 years. I've now been a Jew for 20 years. I converted to Judaism uh, a few weeks before my 17th birthday on the 21st of Kislev. And uh, I always, um, on the uh, on the anniversary of that, of my conversion, I always, um, you know, try to uh, to bring it up in the in the shirim uh, that I give. Um, and, uh, you know, I was I was thinking this is a kind of a side point here, but um, but I was thinking of the Mishnah in Pirkei Avos in chapter five, um, uh, when it's talking about the different milestones that a person reaches in at different points in their life. Now, obviously, that's talking about actual age, but I was thinking about it in terms of of the amount of time being a Jew. And we see that Ben Esrim Lirdov, uh, a uh, a twenty year old 
uh, it's his time to 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 chase or to pursue. So obviously there are lots of interpretations of what that means. And again, I'm just going with a little drush here. This is not this is not shot. But the uh, Rubenu Yona says. Ben Esrim Lidov, a twenty-year-old, is to ch- to chase. To chase after Torah and Mitzvah, to do and to fulfill. Um, and I was thinking about this year. I mean, you know, we we uh, in in April when when shall have it closed, and I didn't know what would happen for this year. Uh, you know, the prospects were very grim, but thank God I find myself in a position where I am free to teach as I see fit, and I really feel like. I am chasing Torah now, you know, like I'm really like I'm, I'm uh, I've been gearing up for this and I'm now, you know, uh, I'm running, <laughs> you know, um, and uh, again, just uh, thank you to all of my friends and students and, and listeners and uh, both for supporting me by by, you know, by learning Torah with me. But then, uh, you know, and even more so those who have actually contributed to the Patreon, um, I'm actually going to put uh, I, I, I told over my conversion story um on uh the week uh the day before thanksgiving um and i recorded it uh i don't want that up on internet you know um uh available for everyone but i am making it available to my patrons who donate at a uh at the the ten dollar tier or more so if you're interested in how i came to judaism uh check out my patreon and uh and uh, if you, as long as you're in the uh the ten dollar a month tier then you should be able to access that video uh thank you again